friends, and Merry Christmas to all of you. Welcome to our worship time here at Pendleton Center United Methodist Church. My name is Scott. I'm one of the pastors here, and this may not have been our plan for this evening. It is a thrill to see so many of you us online here, and it is a thrill that we have the the opportunity to gather given the challenges we are dealing with in our area due to this is of course a special night for all of us as well as for all christians in the world for this night god has invited us all to new birth and that makes us all the same every human is on the path yearning for the message of god bringing more hope more joy more love more peace to our lives let this be of everyone acknowledging that these can be yours in our lord and savior jesus christ whose birth we celebrate today over these last four weeks i heard the stories of angel appearances in our church they all lead to the incredible news of the birth of our savior they didn't come to king rulers or the most important people in society. They came to an old and childless couple, to a young girl who was barely a woman and a simple and humble man betrothed to that woman. And then to some shepherds who are taking care of their sheep on a hill at night. They came to people like us. God worked for ordinary people and did extraordinary things. And so it is that God works the time we too share these messages of hope, peace, joy, love with a world that needs it. So tonight we are going to hear some new things and we're going to worship our God together in this way and in this space. Pray that we are all united by the Holy Spirit, even though far apart in space and time, and even if we are feeling somewhat disconnected, know that we are not alone. So open with a time of song, and hopefully all of you are willing to sing along wherever you find yourself. One of our worship leaders, Tom Crosby, is going to lead us in singing Angels We Have Heard. Sing along. Thank you. 
close our eyes and imagine the scene of tonight, we can see the beauty and wonder of the angels proclaiming good news to all. We can see the shepherds first terrified, but then overcome with joy as they hear the good news. And if we try even harder, we can imagine a world where God's peace reigns, where there's no war or hunger. And if we can imagine it, we can do it with God's help. Let us pray to God who came among us tonight in the birth of Jesus. Gracious God, as a star rose and drew people from great distances to Bethlehem, that they may meet and greet the Christ child, draw us your church and all of your people to you, that we might be the church and the people who you call us to be. Although we're separated tonight, may we feel that connection as we watch from afar. As you gave Mary your Holy Spirit, filling her with the delight of your presence. Fill us with your spirit and renew our lives. As Gentiles streamed to Jesus's light and kings to the brightness of his rising, draw our nation, our president, and all those in positions of leadership to your brightness. As angels sing glorious to you and proclaimed peace on earth and goodwill among all people, Bring us your peace and bring an end to hate and terror and strife. 
as shepherds were drawn away from their flocks by night, draw those who don't know yet the knowledge and love of you. As Jesus was born in a manger because there was no room for them at the inn, be especially present for those who have nowhere to lay their head, those who are vulnerable, those who are hungry, and those who are stuck in the storm and have no heat or power. As the Holy Family gathered together in Bethlehem and traveled together to far-off lands, bless all families, especially the families of our congregation, and protect those who can travel when travel is possible. As your son came to proclaim the forgiveness of sins and the gift of life eternal, give to the departed eternal rest and let light shine on them. Help their families and loved ones find comfort in you. Let us pray for our own needs and those of others. God, our creator, you know the prayers that rest in our hearts. And although we're unable to worship together in person tonight, let our focus remain on the awesome gift that you've given to us. For those who are sick, for those who are serving in our armed forces and those stuck far away from home, for our first responders, our hospital staff and emergency personnel who are out working in this treacherous weather. We pray for those who joined the church triumphant and those people feeling a sense of loss this holiday season. Lord, our God, may the light and hope of this night and this season and of your son's incarnation reassure our hearts that you are among us, that you hear our prayer and that you will be with us always, even to the end of the age. We praise your holy name. Amen. So friends, I would invite you to a time of hearing scripture again. We are of course going to the scripture that is so familiar on this night. We're going to be reading from the of Luke chapter two, verses one through 20. That's the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. Hear this familiar story in all of power once again. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was in Syria and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was supposed to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, came for the baby to be born and she gave birth to her firstborn son she wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because no room for them in the inn and there were shepherds living out fields nearby keeping watch over their flocks at night and the lord appeared to them and the glory of the lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. 
bring you good news of great joy. That will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ, Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host with the angel and praised God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they started concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it pleased at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying in God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had this is the word of the, the Lord. Thanks be to God. Pray with me, please. Loving and gracious God, we give you thanks for this night. We give for the ability to connect in this way. And Lord, now as we share this moment over that space, be with us and unite us by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' most holy and ask. Amen. So as we said during our greeting time, that we've been talking a lot about angels over these past few weeks. And we've talked about angelic visitations to different people. And what does it mean? When we think about an visit, I wonder what comes to mind for you. If you've ever thought about what it would be like to actually have an angel show up in your life, maybe you could drop a message in the chat about that. I think you would respond. You know, there's this phrase we use. That someone may have the voice of an angel. I wonder what those voices sound like to those who heard them in our stories of Jesus' birth. You know, in my I imagine that they're beautiful, right? That they're rich and resonant, that they're soothing and that they would give us a sense of peace and comfort. You know, the thing about that though, is still, even if that's how we end it, we also know that the reality, angel breaking into your everyday life would probably be be exactly what we think, which leads the angels to say what we're used to hearing them say. Do not be afraid. If you can imagine just going about your everyday business like Mary was, and to have an angelic visitor show up and not even show up, but to bring this news, you can imagine the fear. If you're Zechariah, in that sacred space or trying to honor God with what you are doing and yet to have 
someone visit you in that space from heaven and understand why the first thing that needs to be said is do not be afraid. And if you're Joseph and you've been completely confused by recent events in your life, you think that you've been betrayed, you think that they have to break a marriage contract and divorce this woman that you were looking for spending time with. And yet in your dream, an angel comes to you and has to remind you to not be afraid. And so on this one hand, it's something we would reach out for, something hope for, something that would hopefully give us some confirmation, some affirmation of moving in our world in a way we have yet to see. And yet, the presence of God, the unquestioned, unshakable, and unpresence of a heavenly visitor would undoubtedly probably spark some fear in us. And the reason why we want to talk about that is that fear not only comes from the moment, right, but it also comes from angels do. Because I think we have these moments, right? We're kind of, we've used in the past, we've talked about Clarence Oddbody from It's a Wonderful Life, where, you know, he's kind of comical, right? He kind of brings us a laugh, a little oddball. Or maybe you grew up watching a TV show called Touch By, and you have images of Roma Downey or Della Reese and their presence. But even with that, not only do we get caught up in the physical side of what it would mean to have an angel present, let's remember what angels bring. Angels bring word of God with them. And tonight, when we think of what it would be to be visited by an angel, when we consider what it would be God to tell us something God needs us to hear. Hopefully that does in fact reach into our hearts and inspire us. Hopefully that does to our souls and say, we would love to hear that message. That message can be challenged on this night. Let's remember what the message to the world was. Message was, there is good news great joy for all the now where we sit today given what we experienced the past few years not to mention just the past two days in touch with that simple truth is really critical for us you know we've said multiple times that christmas is still christmas regardless of whether it's happening regardless of whether your loved ones are in the room, that Christmas does not lose its meaning. Christmas does not lose its power. Christmas does not lose any of its joy. The reason why we say that is because remembering what Christmas is. Because when we focus on the world and us, when we focus on the list, when we focus on the weather, when we focus 
on what isn't happening? Have we forgotten what has happened? So easy to lose it when our eyes and hearts and minds are other places. So here's the question I'd ask you to consider. Tonight, on this holiest of nights, when we normally are in our sanctuary and doing things that are great traditions that mean so much, those are not happening tonight. But will tonight for you be more about what didn't happen or about what because when we think about what did happen, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for us, that angels broke into our world with a message of good news, of great joy for all people, people who felt very, very invisible, people who felt very insignificant, people who felt as though they weren't doing anything special or were anybody special, people who felt marginalized and left out. But the angel comes with of great joy that we, even the most ordinary of people, have roles to play what God is doing to bring all the human family back to God's precious life. Can we focus on that in the midst of it all. And hear me and hear me well, friends. If you are experiencing crisis, I'm not asking you to pretend that you're not. I'm not asking you to simply put on a happy face and deny what may be happening around you. What God wants us to do is to remember how deeply, how amazingly, how deep we are loved and how the answer to all our questions, the answer to all our hopes, the embodiment of all our dreams came to us in that most vulnerable and humble forms, was found in that most unexpected of places because our God isn't worried about the senses of the world. God isn't worried about trying to impress as much as he is trying to show us how much we are loved. So let our hearts somewhere in the, all of this work, somewhere in the midst of all the disappointment and frustration we are all undoubtedly feeling, let us remember that still good news of great joy. And even in the midst of this storm, even in the midst of whatever storm may be raging in your own personal life, know that there are clearly angels among us. Those voices that bring us comfort and wisdom, those hands that help us when we need it, bringers of a smile, those bringers of a lift, those bringers good news. There are clearly angels at work among us. 
whether they come in heavenly form or whether they come in places of friends we know, they may even come in strangers we encounter. But hear this, no matter what we are dealing with, no matter how it feels, there is good news of great joy. And there is no reason to be afraid for God is Amen. So that's it. I would invite us to take a moment and give ourselves a chance to partake in a tradition in a different way. We know that one of the most special things that happens when we gather this night is the singing of a special hymn, Silent Night. And so wherever you are, I don't know if you have a candle with you, but wherever you are, I do to sing along that we might indeed feel that connection, feel that moment as best we can across this time, knowing that not only are your other members of your church family singing along with you, but know that around the world tonight, so many are doing the same because we know what I've done and it is marvelous in our eyes. Nancy, another of our worshipers, is going to be leading on this in this hymn tonight. So I invite you to sing as she leads us. Merry Christmas, everyone. As we focus on that good news of great joy with a hymn that we cherish on this holiest of nights, I hope that you are safe and warm and continue to be and have a very blessed Christmas. I'm bringing my son in with me. He'll be singing Silent Night with me. I hope you will sing along, and I hope that your Christmas is wonderful. Side. Glory stream 
Friends, thank you so much for being with us. I want to thank Adrian, our tech and communications leader, as well as Pastor Jennifer um, and Nancy for being willing to lead in these ways this evening. I want to consider um, making a gift to the church as you are able. You can give electronically the ways that are available on the screen. So I hope that you will be able to do so as the spirit moves you. Also, knowing that we have so many of us in very real crisis, I hope that you will reach out as the hands and feet of Christ to those who will need to be checked on, those who need to know they are not alone, especially given what tonight means. I also want to share, we're hoping to be able to gather tomorrow morning we wanted to see how things would unfold and where we stand in terms of the weather. We have decided to cancel our in-person tomorrow morning. And so there will no, there will also not be an online option. So please take that time to be with your loved ones as you are able. We will also be sent a message again. But for all of those who were not able to participate tonight, um, and for all of those who um, may not be online, we know that the message gets out to them in all the ways at our disposal. Friends, we do thank you for spending some time with us, whether you watch us live or whether you are watching at another time. Know that you are loved by God and by us, and we thank you. Hear this parting blessing as we head into our night tonight. In the name of God, our creator, and in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, and in the name of the Holy Spirit, our comforter and our sustainer, may God be with you all as we love God's children. Again, God bless you all and Merry Christmas. We look forward to the next time we can connect, whether online or in person. Have a great night. See you soon.